September 24th, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 through 21. I, Paul, am a prisoner of Christ Jesus because of my preaching to you Gentiles. As you already know, God has given me this special ministry of announcing His favor to you Gentiles. As I briefly mentioned earlier in this letter, God Himself revealed His secret plan to me. As you read what I have written, you will understand what I know about this plan regarding Christ. God did not reveal it to previous generations, but now He has revealed it by the Holy Spirit to His holy apostles and prophets. And this is the secret plan. The Gentiles have an equal share with the Jews in all the riches inherited by God's children. Both groups have believed the good news, and both are part of the same body and enjoy together the promise of blessings through Christ Jesus. By God's special favor and mighty power, I have been given the wonderful privilege of serving Him by spreading this good news. Just think, though I did nothing to deserve it, and though I am the least deserving Christian there is, I was chosen for this special joy of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. I was chosen to explain to everyone this plan that God, the Creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. God's purpose was to show His wisdom in all its rich variety to all the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. They will see this when Jews and Gentiles are joined together in His church. This was His plan from all eternity. And it has now been carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in Him, we can now come fearlessly into God's presence, assured of His glad welcome. So please don't despair because of what they are doing to me here. It is for you that I am suffering so you should feel honored and encouraged. When I think of the wisdom and scope of God's plan, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the Creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will give you mighty inner strength through His Holy Spirit. And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts as you trust Him. May your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love, and may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love really is. May you experience the love of Christ. Though it is so great, you will never fully understand it. Then you will be filled with the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now glory be to God. By His mighty power at work within us, He is able to accomplish infinitely more than we would ever dare to ask or hope. May He be given glory in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever, through endless ages. Amen. Good morning, brothers. My name is Michael Saba. Uh, some of you may know me, but for those of you who don't, let me give you a little background information on myself just real quick. Um, I'm 40 years old. I was born in Springfield, Ohio. I was raised in Detroit, Michigan. I grew up in a Christian home, a uh, Catholic faith. I grew up knowing about God by going to church every Sunday, but didn't grow up knowing what it meant to have a relationship with God, with Jesus Christ. Um, 
It was all rules and regulations. I grew up in a very strict home, very sheltered, protected. I remember going to school and uh, I was very anti-social. But I remember looking at the popular kids and the kids with the money and the women and those things struck my curiosity, but because of fear of home and my father being so strict, I never messed around with any of that stuff. I stayed doing what I was supposed to do, but the curiosity was always in my heart. Um, my father passed away when I was 16 years old and I felt like the chains were free, so to speak, to go out and experience all those things that I was curious about. And that's exactly what I did. I dropped out of school. I was an honor roll student. I dropped out of school. I got involved with a girl, uh, started dabbling in, in marijuana and, and just living a lifestyle of, of trying to get money. And by the age of 18, I was doing heroin and that was it. Basically from the age of 18 to 32, my life consisted of a 14 year heroin addiction, prison three times, jails, rehabs, NA programs, AA programs. Um, psychotherapy, medication, pills, all that stuff. I mean, you brothers know, right? So we've all been there. The age of 32, my last prison term, um, I turned my life over to the Lord. I mean, a lot of things go into that, but just real quick, surrendered my life over to Him. I met up with a brother uh, who was on the same path as I was and happened to know about a place called The Refuge. And we were both looking for purpose. We were both looking for what God created us for and this brother was talking about the refuge as a place you can go out make disciples of all nations develop a relationship with God uh, and with brothers around you who love the Lord and go out and share the gospel with the world and that sounded like purpose to me and we wanted that so um, God brought us together sent us to the same prison where the pastor at the prison just so happened to be a pastor at the refuge and that's how we got connected to the refuge. We ended up going to the refuge. Uh, when I got out of prison, I went to the refuge, went through it, and I was a coordinator there for a few years, um, two years actually. And that, that's basically it. So while I was in the ministry, um, God was beginning to do a work in my life. I got three kids. I got two kids that are 20 and 21 and I got my 12 year old daughter who I now have custody of uh, so God was beginning to mend and restore those relationships while I was in the ministry and when I got out of the ministry I ended up getting full custody of my daughter um, and now I'm married I have my own home uh, things are amazing God has definitely restored everything in my life and I just want to give you brothers a short word um, of encouragement you brothers are familiar with the story of Adam and Eve and the Satan how he the serpent how he deceived Adam and Eve and how he challenged the authority of God's word to Eve when he said did God really say that and convinced Eve that God didn't really mean what he said and I want to encourage you brothers that when you get out of the ministry and even now that that Satan is going to challenge the authority of God's word in your life. He is going to come up against God's word and he is going to lie to you and I want to encourage you to fall back on the truth and to, to stand on God's word and to know that when, when God says something, it's going to happen and Satan is going to try to tempt you and get you to compromise 
and get you to believe, did God really say that? Did God really mean what he said? And I want to encourage you brothers today that yes, God does indeed mean what he says. And what he says will come to pass in your life. Don't fall for the lie. Don't eat the fruit. Trust God. Stand on his word. Stand fully dressed in your armor. Ready to stand against the enemy and fight the good fight of faith, brothers. Stand together, united, all for the kingdom, all for the glory of God. And know that I love you and I am praying for you all. God bless you. Have an amazing day.